He, Joe Bonamassa. <laughs> You're calling me personally. You don't have a handler. This I like, Joe. Uh, I, I call people directly. It's like it's like it's it's like that's like the definition of of messing up a one car parade. So <laughs> you give, I, just, I go, just give me the number. I'll call the rest. It's beautiful. So I make a car deal. Yeah, man. You know? But yeah, no, it's great talking to you, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. You know, I'm I'm having I'm having one of them pessimistic music biz weeks, but 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 I shake it off and then then become optimistic again. But it's uh, it's it just it's it just it's just a it, you know what what gets me a little bit is is the amount of speculation yeah. and and how many people stick the landing about how they know what's going to happen i'm like i'm like no you really don't no and 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 it to me social media became a chore so i i jettisoned some of that and um and i i got to tell you that was the best thing i've done in 10 years you're so good at social media i'm i'm surprised to hear you say I, you've jettisoned it I deleted my Instagram account, all oh, wow. seven hundred and fifteen thousand followers, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> okay. Because when I first when I when I first started, it was fun. It was a, a it was a network of people and guitar players and musicians, mm-hmm. and, and everybody was taking pictures of the guitars and their lunch, and it was an exchange of information. About a year ago, it started to become combative. Yeah. And the problem is when it becomes combative is anybody can say the most rude obnoxious thing they can threaten you they can threaten to in my case they can threaten to find your 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 guitar theme park aka your house and burn it down if you don't hand it over Jesus. that was that was the one that was the last straw for me yeah that's a good and, one um and they actually had my address within two numbers and i was like okay yeah we're done here. oh my god and, wow and, you know my, my whole thing about products that i do and things that i take on i go it's fun until it's not and when it's not fun, and when it just the, the, the killjoys, yeah. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Why am I posting? Who cares? I just could have mothballed it, but I know myself, and I said, you got to go, what's the best time to start a diet? Not Monday, today, right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's so talk about one of those projects that, that you're happy and you're optimistic about, because uh, this looks great. You are exploring a new project that is involving your British heroes. You played with Clapton. You played with many others. You you opened for B.B. King, but that's not what I want to talk about. And, of course, you've got the uh, supergroup Black Country Communion, which I'll ask about later. Yeah. But now, with uh, brand new songs from an upcoming album, uh, Joe Bonamassa, you've come up with, I think, a most exciting way to debut them live for the whole freaking world in concert from the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, the Mother Church, uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, Joe, this is going to be fantastic. A, a couch concert of the year. Tell us about it. All of it. <laughs> the couch concert of the year. I love that. That's what um, it is. You're a marketing guy like me. <laughs> um, you know, the, the, the thing about it is we, we, you know, historically for the last, I don't know, 40 some odd records I've done. I think I've done 44. This would be my 45th. And, and, you know, obviously we make records, so we go out and tour, promote them, and you make another record. And it's, it's a, it's a, it becomes like a, a, a feedback loop. It's a loop, you know? Yeah. And so we had this record in the can since January, and we're like, well, do we just, do we just kind of put it on the back burner? I'm like, no, we got to put out some music here and, you know, take a, take a chance. And like, well, how do you promote it when you can't tour? How do you, how do you get out there and, you know, you know, showcase your wares, as they would say? Mm-hmm. Um, so the idea came about doing a pay-per-view live stream with a with a charitable, uh, you know, uh, contribution to this fueling musicians initiative that we started a, a few months ago, 
and we have we've raised over three hundred twenty thousand dollars to date, and and we give out fifteen hundred dollar checks to struggling musicians, which, as far as I'm concerned, right now they're all struggling. So we're doing it at the Ryman, and it's the first time ever I'm I'm going to play a record from the first song in order to the last song, and then we're going to take like a five minute break, you know, and uh, maybe crack open a bottle of Chablis and then come back and we're going to play five or six songs um, from our, from my first record, wow. um, which I haven't played these arrangements in 20 years. Jeez. Okay. So the, 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 the exciting part of it is we rehearsed initially last week. We did six days of rehearsal to kind of dust off the cobwebs. It went great. The songs play themselves and the old songs seem fresh now because I haven't played them literally in 20 years. So I'm looking at from a 43-year-old's perspective, playing music was written and arranged when I was 23. Right. And that was, it was very therapeutic and very cool because you're going, yeah, there's some stuff I do differently, but then there's some stuff I was like, yeah, man, I should revisit some of this, this headspace. And we're, do, we're doing it on September 20th. Um, it'll be 3 p.m. Central Time. So it kind of, um, we, we're, we're playing, we're playing a global game here. And, uh, you know, so it's like, it's like nine o'clock in the UK, 10 o'clock in Europe. Um, it's like eight o'clock in the morning in Australia. Obviously it'll be the same time in South America and, you know, it'll be, you know, 1 PM Pacific, you know, 4 PM on the East coast. And, you know, if you're in, you know, the U.S. territory of Guam. I, I'm not right. sure if I can help you out. <laughs> well, but, I, I, I got to tell you, I think it might be prime time in the mid-Atlantic uh, at, at that point in time. I, I mean, you know, three o'clock Chicago time, uh, four o'clock East Coast, five. So you know, uh, prime time, yeah. I guess, is Europe. I don't. I mean, yeah, prime time, prime time in Europe, and 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 dinner time in the U.S. Virgin Islands. So <laughs> we're, 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 we're we're trying to do this. You know, we have to strategically plan our timing. And, um, and, you know, the cool thing is we're, we're you know, for a charitable contribution, um, we're, we're getting, you know, and, and you send in a photo of yourself. We're having these cardboard cutouts of people's faces, and we're going to stick them in the pews at the run. So we're going to have 2,300 people virtually, you know, like their heads are going to be. Yeah, on. taking a page from Major League Baseball, uh, and, 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 you know, and, and it just adds more money to the charitable contribution. Now, I assume you chose you chose the Ryman Auditorium because it has acoustic uh, qualities to which you can play an empty theater and still get the sound yeah. you want. Absolutely. Um, we've played the Ryman seven times before, and it's always been a it's always an honor and a privilege. It's the same kind of vibe as every time I walk into the Royal Upper Hall. It's like, man, I'm so lucky to do this, right? Mm-hmm. And and the other the other advantage is I have a place here in Nashville, and and selfishly, I, I live like two blocks away from the Ryman, so I can walk to work. You know, I don't have to take an Uber or worry about parking. I just walk down with <laughs> yeah. the backpack and I can walk home after. Right. And um, and same thing. It's where I my apartment is in New York. It's really close to the Beacon Theater, so I can, in theory, walk to work and come back. It's a it's going to be a great evening. And plus our Fueling musicians, um, uh, partners, and, and a lot of artists that we've helped out with this campaign have contributed tracks for this kind of after-show live stream that that are you know that that's going to go on after we get done playing, and so it, it's going to be a nice evening, hopefully a nice evening of of of, of music and a, a welcome distraction, you know, for the blues community in a, in a time where you know, frankly, everyone's struggling. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just. 
and the, and the level of uncertainty is just, it, it, it's palpable when I talk to my friends right. and, and, and colleagues. It's like, like even top down. I mean, if arena fillers to, to club acts, they're going, I'm not so sure we, we got a job coming back here in the next year or so. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 you know, it gets the band working, gets some people paid. Get some charity going on. Right. I can't see a downside. Let's switch gears a little bit, Joe Bonamassa, and talk about the new album, Royal Tea. It is uh, geared towards your love of the British uh, way of doing the blues. I've been an Anglophile since I've been a kid. You know, my gateway to the blues music was through, you know, Blind Faith and, and Eric Clapton and John Mayle and the Blues Breakers and early Fleetwood Mac. And Led Zeppelin and the Jeff Beck group and everything. And, and then, you know, obviously I would, I would go, who's this Chester Burnett guy? You know, who's this, you know, Hubert Sumlin guy, you know, all the Chicago guys. And, you know, who's this man, B.B. King, you know, I keep hearing about, you know, they're credited on the record. So like a lot of Generation X, blues, rock, white guitar players, our introduction to this music that we love so much was through the British. And, and then, then you go and go, wow, check this guy, Albert King out, check this guy, you know, Hubert Sumlin out, like check out Muddy Waters, yeah. check, you know, you know, Hound Dog Taylor and, 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 and the list is endless. What I wanted to do is write a record in London, record it as a tribute to the movement, not specific people. It was like, just let me, let me call my friend Bernie Morrison and Pete Brown who wrote the lyrics for White Room and Sunshine of Your Love and, and that very esoteric cream song called Swabbler, which is like, she walks like a bearded rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's 80 years old and still is biting and, and thoughtful and, and on point as he was in 1966. The three of us wrote this record together and we recorded it at Abbey Road. And after the first track was recorded, the first day, I said, you know what? I love it when a plan comes together because it, be, it sounded British to me. And I was like, okay, you know, the good news is that it, it music kind of plays itself, and people really enjoy it, and 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 the the stuff that they've heard so far, right? It's been it's been it's been uh, it's it's been successful out of the gate, and I think it's one of the best things I've done in a long, long time. So the uh, the new record, the new album, Royalty, comes out officially in October. But the first time you're going to be able to hear all of the songs is on September 20th for this amazing couch concert that you're doing. From the Ryman yes. Auditorium in Nashville, so you're gonna you're gonna be able to hear the new songs, and you can with the ticket buy the album at the same time. So yeah, you can buy. There's tiered packages, right. and, and stuff like that. And you know, I mean, I think we're even printing up a T-shirt that says Joe Bonamassa Fall Tour 2020, and it's just it's just September 20th. It's not right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So hey, I wanted to talk about your nonprofit uh, before we switch off. I know you've got another guy or somebody else you got to talk to, but I yeah. wanted to talk about your nonprofit. You're keeping the Blues Alive Foundation. Each ticket sold includes a donation to Fueling the Musicians program. And you mentioned earlier yeah. that you're basically cutting checks to people. Uh, who yeah. are not working, and, and and this is this is such a great thing. Now, I also want to talk about the future of uh, live performances with social distancing. Do you think live performances are going to still happen with you know every other seat being sold, but yet just jacking up the ticket prices? I don't think so. No, I, and I'll tell you why. I, I I think it'll happen. I know a few people that have done a few of these kind of drive-in gigs, 
and um, and there, it, it basically what it is, it's a wash. It really is a wash. Mm-hmm. It's break-even at best um, situation. And even if you sell every other seat, which is okay, you know, the problem is, is that there's a fixed cost to a venue, okay? There's a fixed cost to putting up a PA. There's a fixed cost to renting a venue, to turning the lights on, to hiring the ushers. And it doesn't matter how many tickets you sell. You have, you have a fixed cost. And the thing is, if you're a concert promoter or if you're vertically integrated like we do it, you don't really make money. Your, your break-even is like 55% of the house, maybe mm-hmm. 60%, you know, mm-hmm. by the time you promote it and buy ads and everything. Right. So if you can only if you can only sell fifty percent of the tickets, you're losing ten percent selling the thing out. It's an unsustainable model, and I think the ones that can hold out the longest are going to have the best chance of coming out of this semi unscathed because you can't scale a tour across the U.S. or even into Europe or whatever. You know, they're just saying, "Oh, you just sell every other seat, you'll be fine." Well, no, I, I realize that's not yeah, sustainable, I'm, but I mean. Or else you just jack the ticket prices so that only, you know, the filthy rich can come see people play music when that's no good, you know? That's no, and that's no good. And, and the problem is, is like, you're going to jack the ticket prices up in, in, in the, the worst economy since the Great Depression. Yeah. It, 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 it seems like we got a perfect storm here, Bruin. Yeah. Yep. 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 It just doesn't, I think we just have to be patient and wait it out and, 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 see what happens and it's going to slowly start trickling back i say I s- between the thir- third quarter fourth quarter of next year but it's going to be a slow trickle back and i think by spring of 2022 you'll start seeing more of a normal looking uh concept everything like my god 2022 no seems yeah. like a long ways yeah, away it's, it's, it's going to be a long it's going to be a we're the we're the hardest hit industry of 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 all all of it we were the first to be shut down because we're mass gathering. Um, sports has the TV re- revenue um, and and ancillary, you know, endorsement deals, and right. sponsorship deals. We're all we're all private entity, you know. I mean, from your, your, your you know from a from a Brad Paisley down to uh, someone's playing you know Shubas in in, in in Chicago. Everybody's got it's all it's, we're all we're all private business. You mentioned Shubas. Um, I was going to ask you, uh, I saw you play at the Chicago Theater a few years back. Uh, yes. do, do, do you have a favorite venue here? Well, I got to tell you, you know, it, it, it's not lost on me how cool it is to walk under that Chicago sign. Yeah, it is. And walk into the backstage. And it's like one of the most beautiful theaters. You know, one of the things about the Chicago Theater is, is it's, just, it's just like, you know, you walk on the stage at Carnegie Hall or, you know, Fox in Detroit or, you know, it, it, you know there's, there's, there's about a dozen of them around the country. And, and you go, man, everyone from Delaney and Bonnie and Friends and Eric Clapton and George Harrison to, to Frank Sinatra stood right where you're standing. Yep. And, the, and, and the curtain goes up and the show starts. And you go, man, this, is, this isn't a bad day out. This is, this is pretty fun. You know? I've, I've actually spent, uh, spent uh, uh, all of maybe 30 seconds on that stage, and I felt the same way. 
Uh, before I let you go, Joe Bonamassa, it's yeah. been a real pleasure talking to you, and I can't wait to see your uh, your virtual show, your your on stage show on September twentieth. Uh, and I imagine just it's just a it's just a Google search away as to get those tickets, how you get those tickets. So I, I, I'm not going to ask you for any you know website information or any anything like that, yeah. but just search out Joe Bonamassa, the, uh, the the couch concert of the year uh, from the Ryman Auditorium yeah. on September twentieth. Um, real, real cool talking to you. I could have probably asked another 30, 40 questions, but I know our time is short. But Joe Bonamas, I'd love to meet you in person sometime. Next time I'm in Chicago, man, let's 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 hang, and I'll I'll, I'll maybe we'll come. I'll come into the radio station. We, we actually we actually have a, a a conversation with two humans in the same room. And we can look at each other in the eye. I got to hopefully get you to take your sunglasses off. Oh, I, I don't I, I don't wear them all the time. <laughs> I just wear them around people that I don't like. Are you kidding me? You don't wear that suit everywhere? I, well, I, I'm wearing the suit right now. I'm, I'm, I, I, I have to go to Walgreens for some paper towels. <laughs> the people at Sears Active wear not designed suits. You're a hager man. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joe Bonamassa, pleasure talking to you, man. All the best. Can't wait for the uh, the new album, and the uh, the show looks fantastic. Thank you, man.